catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Okay, so two stories that are really important this week that I cannot turn an eye from. First is writers and creatives and actors in Hollywood, the almighty Hollywood, saying that they will go on strike and they're going to, you know, shout and protest because it feels like their job is on, it's, it's on the line, yes. Um, Netflix recently posted, I think this week, a job role opening for someone who's going to manage, you know, an AI product. And they're saying, what? You want to replace us with AI? Well, that's um, another talk for another day. And I really thought that we're going to be talking about those people who are going to be shouting. First of all, will be like, oh, the people who don't use any kind of tech whatsoever or those who don't have any idea. You know, they're like in the stone age and then AI will just come and replace them. And you'll be like, oh, I lost my job to AI. I lost my life to AI. But no. Another very shocking one is Universe A no-code mobile website builder announcing that it's launching an ai-powered website designer in beta and the designer that's the ai designer called gus generative universe um, site can help anyone build and launch a custom website from their ios device (laughs) guys literally ios device i know we've had a couple of tools you know no code and i know all of that rave right but then to give us better perspectives i brought chima chima how do i introduce chima now so i used to work with chima um i still work with him but not you know like not like that um and chima is a designer and chima is also he's also like a, a tech guy right and chima what's up how you doing today tech guy yeah, Chima, you don't call you know you know what introduction. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you okay, okay. So a proper introduction would be Chima actually runs uh, an animation um, company. First, he co- co-founded an animation company. He's a designer. No worries, um, it's fair. I, I don't, no I don't know if you, I, I don't know if you've taken no your. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't. I, I, I actually, I also used to struggle with introducing myself. Right? And uh, how how the fault is the fault is solely mine. Okay. Um, okay. I'm let's let's of, hear it I'm now. Kind of, I'm kind of a creative all rounder. Right. Ooh, so okay. I, I dabble in a lot of things. So I am I'm well versed in a lot of things. Right. So when you look about your your product design, UI design, um, graphics, illustration, animation. Even these days, I'm even doing web development, right? So I I understand the struggle, right? So these days, I just I just um, describe myself, you know, as a multidisciplinary creative, right? I help um, bring products and ideas to life through visuals and storytelling. That's just it. Exactly. Right? So you see, you see how much I struggled. Um, you know, to like say, oh, how do I ex- how do I exactly you know describe this? I'm not. Um, not leave some things out so it's okay it's fine so so chima before now yeah um have you have you i know you have come across tools that uh, you know like help designers and creatives in their creative process but have you come across any tool before now that would like anyone who is not even a creative per se can do what a creative can do with tools like that well, not really. I mean, over time, there has been... I mean, that's the beauty of technology, right? Over time, there's been 
an improvement and improvement on on different tools to essentially make building stuff you know making stuff easier all right uh, i mean back in the early 2000s we had our more uh, wordpress right for you to just drag and drop uh maybe there's probably like templates for you to to use i think we even we then had um, over the last i think four or five years there was weeks as well you know these are uh, templates that website builders essentially that you come and you see a template you just drag and drop and you just maybe set up something right and now over the last year or two there's been like the explosion in in ai right so it's the beauty of technology it's we're going to be getting all of this every day right so but for me i'll say that it's nothing it's nothing unexpected right so it just depends on everybody to be looking forward to these new tools and know how they're going to like um, adapt to to it so yeah nothing surprising really okay so i'm thinking i know that there are a couple of people on the continent who break their head and their backs trying to learn you know how to build websites and some people say oh if you're just using tools to build you're not really building the website you have to know the very you know the very and you break their head and their backs and and whatnot should these people be scared well First of all, there are people that I like to call gatekeepers, right? People that believe that because they suffered to do something, every other person that wants to learn that thing or be a part of that thing has to go through the same pain LOL. that they went through. Right? <laughs> um, and that, that's not really a, a good thing, right? Because um, there is technology is, is supposed to make life um, easier by the day, right? So when new tools um, come around that made something that usually takes you um, ten hours to do, and then maybe it simplifies it to thirty minutes or an hour, it should be very well embraced, right? I know you will feel you, you as an OG will feel pain because uh, this is not how these new kids are going to have it easy. <laughs> uh, you tend to like, oh, you guys are not doing the real thing. You're not suffering. I think it's the same thing that artists went through earlier i think they actually they actually see doing that right when people say oh if you're if you're painting if you're creating digital art you're not really 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 an artist you have to um, you know have a brush have your paper your canvas open and paint you know traditionally <sighs> so i just i just think that that's just that's just gatekeeping right and um, you should be happy that people are able to enjoy what you do uh, or I've been able to take a part of what what you um, are now in, a, in an easier format, right? It's, it's I think we had when we were working together, we had this interview with with some guy who was talking about um, animations and 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 stuff, right? And he used to we used to talk about how everybody is now a fan of uh, maybe the Marvel movies and DC movies. And we, we we had like the it just started with like the comic books, and we're like, oh, people don't understand. People are just watching it on TV and it seems fun. They don't know what's up. But I think that that should not be like the case. It should be people. Just, you, should, you should be happy that people are now getting to appreciate and see this thing that you used to love back then. It is now in a format that people love now, or more people are able to participate in now. Even if it's now in movies or real life, it doesn't have to. If 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 your medium was formerly comic books. And I'm maybe interested in some big screen TV and TV shows, and more people are getting to see why you love that thing. It should be a good thing, not necessarily saying, "Oh, people don't know where we are coming from." That kind of thing. Mm, okay. And then, how would you like talk to or advise 
those who are practicing now, you know, the designers, the website builders and website designers and product managers, all of these, how would you like um, share these thoughts with them? Because if these things keep coming up, you'll get to the point where someone feels like, whoa, we'll get to the point where someone actually sit down. Will we actually get to that point where someone sit down and say, oh, I don't need a designer. I don't need a website. You know, I don't need you guys because, you know, I have like tools that can help me to just fix it up. Oh, okay. So I would like to come out and say I don't think that AI is going to take the jobs of creative people. All right. I firmly believe that. All right. So far or currently, I think for you to create any of these tools you are even talking about in the first place, you need to first of all you first of all even have to be a creative, right? You have to be creative with your words because you're giving prompts to the <laughs> you're giving prompts to the AI to be able to design something so you cannot just come out and say oh, give me websites for a shop right it will give you that and it's going to be it's going to be really basic right and it would not be different from what those tools that are currently available now that just gives you templates would do right so i would say for my designers for my developers out there i would say to expect change and to embrace the change right Today in Photoshop, right? Okay, let me say a couple of years ago in Photoshop, 10 years ago in Photoshop, if you had an image and you wanted to maybe crop out the background, right? You probably spend a minute, two minutes, three minutes using tracing the lines of what you want to mm. cut out mm. of the image of from. Yeah. Today in Photoshop, you literally either use uh, there are different tools right now that you could use on your toolbar. In fact, there's even like the AI one right now, the newest version where you just like oh remove this or oh, uh, introduce this. Literally in seconds, right? The thing that would have taken us minutes or sometimes hours to now fine tune and make sure that it's it's really well defined it would not take you seconds to do. Now, so imagine now you were dealing with one client. You could only manage one client a day, right? Because you have to spend like an hour, two hours doing a, a task for them. Now with the updates on Photoshop, for example, you are able to quickly make those changes in three minutes, five minutes. So what that means essentially is that you cannot have five, ten clients. So you cannot make times five. That's ten of what you're making. That is how I choose to look at it, right? AI is here to make your life as a creative easier, right? There will always be people that, that know how to use um, tools, like um, do it, um, DIY tools, like do-it-yourself tools. There will always be people like that, right? But like it or not, there would always be an unending number of people that need creative services. It's not even you as the creative that will now use your AI tool to generate um, things that would have taken you a longer time to develop, Right? You are the person that knows um, the keywords or the right prompts to give the AI to bring out the best version of what that AI can give you. Take your ChatGPT, for example, right? Everybody's talking about ChatGPT and using it and using it and all of that. If you go as a copywriter and you go on to ChatGPT and just, okay, you're not a copywriter, you go on and say, oh, I need a copy for this. In a few seconds, ChatGPT is going to give you that content and you're fine and good and you go into your uh, social media or business proposal or whatever, put those texts and you'll be fine. But if a copywriter, an actual copy person, takes a hold of ChatGPT and gives it actual 
professional prompts using right keywords, talking about, oh, I need this to be SEO compliant, or I need um, you to maybe answer in um, um, self-tonality to maybe witty, professional, corporate, all of that stuff. The content that ChatGPT would give that um, um, professional content person, when you look at it with what that everyday Joe just put out there and collected, you would definitely, definitely see like the difference in in the results that they both that they both got, right? And again, for the professional, the results that the AI would give you is not even final, right? Your skill now will now also allow you to now still fine tune whatever results that it's that you um, get from that AI, whether it's a text, whether it's an image, whether it's a video. You, because you're, you still have your skills with you, are also then able to find two areas where the AI, because like it or not, AI will, won't give you exactly exactly what's in the, in the back of your mind. Right? You will still have to use your skills to still translate all these things. So, for my designers and developers and all creatives out there, I would say, get on with the program. Right? Find which of all which of these tools is going to take your tasks from one hour to fifty seconds. Find those tools, maximize those tools, triple, quadruple your income, right? You get to handle more clients, you get to deliver things faster, and you're just going to be all right. right? All right. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is here to make your job easier, right? And it's not, you're not going to lose your job before, because of it, you're just going to evolve into um, what the present market demands from you because I'm, I'm not i'm sure in a very in a few years probably be seeing something like oh a, a, a ui prompt designer is needed right? simply something mm-hmm. like, something like that right like an, an ai design, uh, a front-end ai prompt something just something like that the the industry is going to evolve with the technology that it has in hand right and it's your job as a creative to uh, move on with the trends even right now with our regular graphics that we do we have to stay with the trends every day it's not the same style of design we're doing last year that is in vogue now you have to keep evolving so i would say keep that in mind yeah we don't take jobs evolve with the tools that are being presented to you every day they're meant to make your life easier and help you earn a lot more with a lot less stress interesting now chima this is directly to you i know that you watch a lot of hollywood movies (laughs) series inclusive what exactly would your reaction be you know would you rather go for a person or people scripted series or an ai scripted and managed series (laughs) i would still every day take my content that was written by your everyday human right because AI at the end of the day is working with data. AI has to work with data that it finds or it, it gets around it. Right? I saw reports last week of of how um, AI's mathematics um, results are now facing a decline. That before they used to answer mathematics with questions about ninety eight percent accuracy, but now because of a lot of false results on the internet, right? Mostly because people are providing wrong data and also because AI has been getting a lot of content wrong. So the internet is now filled with more AI content, not user-generated content, right? So it cannot even get actual human content anymore. So these days, the I think the percentage drops to like a 70% or 60% accuracy, right? So the point I'm trying to make is essentially is that you're going to need your human beings at the end of the day, like it or not, right? People are going to find that screen 
putting in the prompt. People are going to be living their day-to-day life, solving real problems to provide the data that the AI needs to feed up. Yeah. So for scripts and my movies, <laughs> I would stick to my to my uh, um, human writers any day. I just finished um, the Secret Invasion from Marvel two days ago. Was it yesterday? Two days ago. Yeah. Um, that movie caused a lot of controversy when it premiered. Right, and the reason it caused controversy was because the opening sequence for each episode, usually you hire a a video editor or a VFX person or whatever to create like the opening montage of the episodes, right? But what they did this time was they generated that opening montage with AI, right? So, (laughs) so yeah, and it caused a lot of problems on the internet for like everybody in that in that sector. So people were like, oh, so is this what you want to do at a multi-billion dollar company and be spending using cheap, cheap, whatever. It was crazy. So first of all, personally as a creative, I, I thought that the montage itself was terrible, it was poor. I don't I didn't like it. Right. But in terms of storytelling, I completely get why it went in that direction. Because first of all, the TV the show itself was about aliens invading Earth by pretending to be something they are not pretending to be fake right so not the idea of that whole show was nothing that you see is real right so it kind of made sense for the opening sequence to be done with ai with fake intelligence with like artificial intelligence right so that kind of like tied into the whole story point so there was that but then it's not as if they just went behind and uh, just bought a free template maybe put in a few words and that came out there were still professionals behind the scene that still edited the final outputs of that video. There was a branding agency that said, oh, this would be this, let us use this direction for this opening montage. It will tie in more with the story we're trying to tell. So there are still people behind the scene who have to take responsibility and create essentially an essentially interface with that AI. Right? And again, like I said, at the end of the day, the video editors will still have to still edit the final output, right? So, AI would be a part of our life, but I'm actually pretty excited for it. I can't even tell you. I've you know how many projects I've had to, and <laughs> these days, get a lot of easy um, um, head starts with, right? It is out of state a couple of days mulling over with um, the tools available, like your ChatGPT, your Photoshop, um, other things. I'm able to get a very good head start, right? And then just start editing um, from then on. Makes life a lot, lot more um, easier, right? So, but in terms of script writing and all that stuff, I would say finally that I think that there will always be a need for human elements, right? With terms of, in terms of what's happening in, in, for example, it's what's happening in, in Hollywood right now, right? Everybody's on strike. But they're not really on strike it's because of the AI thing. You know, it's because of salaries. That's why they're on strike, yeah. 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 So, and that's, <laughs> that's it. Like you said, that's a whole other story. Like, the, the, the reasons are, are very interesting. I, I really am excited to see how, how that one plays out. But even if, if the executives of these places were wanted to be stubborn, you know, and they could say, oh, you know what? We don't need you. We'll just probably give create the scripts for our stories through <laughs> chat gpt or whatever but they're, they're not going to they're going to get shit results okay maybe not shit results they're going to get results that still need a professional's input right to make it better because at the end of the day, ai is learning from us it's learning from humans right so it's still going it needs it still needs us around 
to be able to create accurate and good enough good enough data there's a reason why your current robots don't give off that human or that sense of humanity right because there's just there's just that sense of empathy there's a a certain consciousness that you have as human that makes everything more interesting right makes everything uh, more relatable Right. And that's something I don't think, maybe maybe right now, I mean, I mean probably wrongly that, but I don't think right now that's something that you can get from from AI. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, um, Chima, um, for your thoughts. And I really appreciate them. It's good to hear from someone who is in the space and someone who is feeling, you know, someone who can actually feel the pulse, you know, like right where it's happening. Thank you very much for your thoughts today. I'm speaking to all creatives, you know, just like Chima has, you know, just spoken to us. Uh, what comes to my head immediately is Omale's reason, but please, no reason at all. Like, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. You're going to be fine. You're going to be safe. Thank you, Chima, once again for your time. It's been a wonderful ride here on Tony's Tech Side. Thank you very much for staying on Tony's Tech Side. Yes, we've run through the many stories rocking the continent of Africa. And I want to give a special shout out to two people. Anthony William Cat and Lavina Ramkissen. These guys are doing great things on the continent, curating the stories and the startups and things literally happening on the continent, especially in the African tech space. Yep. As curated by Anthony William Cat and Lavina Ramkissen. These are programs, opportunities, and major discussions around the continent rocking, you know, this week actually. We would start with, you know, something that's currently blowing away a cross-section of Nigerians. Well, it's not AI's ability to unravel complex issues, but its simple ability to have a humane and compassionate conversation in a nationally preferred language. Lavina here is talking about Pidgin. Yes. Nigeria. Pidgin. Yes. Well, also from Lavina, it's um, a story that latest data from CoinGecko shows that AI job searches in 2023 peaked at nearly five times the number of searches for crypto jobs. Mm-hmm. And Lavina Rapkissen is the AI mom on the continent. And for programs and opportunities from or curated by Anthony William Cat, we have the Startup Bootcamp AfriTech. Uh, that is a startup fast track application which is open now. The Mentor application for Startup Bootcamp AfriTech is also open. And Africa Prize for Engineering Innovation application deadline was a few days ago. But you can still check if maybe they open it again. And Flat6 Labs um, hiring an investment associate in Nairobi, Kenya. You want to check that out. Viridian hiring a program administrator in Cape Town, South Africa. You want to check that out. And two events. August 1st, Founders AMA Pitching 101 with Raise Africa and Tech Safari. And yes, 30th of August is Africa Chatbot and Conversational AI. That's a generative AI on the continent. First of its kind, it's never happened before. A conference on generative AI. As E-Day Hot. As E-Day Hot. Well, you can go to chatbotafrica.com and, you know, find out how to attend physically, in person, or virtually. And then, the last but not the least event is the one happening in November. I think there are two, actually. One in Tanzania, which is a fintech summit, and the other Africa Tech Festival, which is happening in South Africa. I'm Tony. So, 
on Africa Tech Radio's live stream Monday to Friday, I share stories about technology. Yes, how tech is impacting Africa and how Africa is allowing tech to impact it. Yes, that's what I do. And, well, I'm not the only one who does. I'm not the only one. You can catch our podcasts also across streaming platforms, wherever you're listening to it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, where else again? Podbean, Spotify, everywhere. On social media at Africa Tech Radio, Facebook and Twitter and at A-Tech Radio on Instagram. I have to run away, bro. But then, of course, catch me also across social media on LinkedIn. Yes, that's where I'm most active. Anthony Onyekachi eBay. This is all we're going to do for Tony Tech Side today. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.